Welcome to the Wealth Academy podcast. Wealth is more than just money, where you will hear leading professionals share expert advice on how to become financially free, generate wealth, and legacy wealth. If you want to discover how to enhance your money mindset through strategies, tools, and techniques, then this is the podcast for you. Your host, Paul Lawrence Van, is a financial coach, two-time number one international best-selling author, course creator, and he has been assisting clients to enhance their understanding of money management to become debt-free, discover ways to build wealth, and to generate legacy wealth for over 18 years. Will you be next? Here is your host, Paul Lawrence Good day, everyone. This is your host, Paul Lawrence Van, host of Wealth Academy Podcast, and I'm glad that you could be with me today. I hope that you're having a great day. I surely am. And I just want to share a few things with you today. And remember our mantra, wealth is more than just money. And what I'm going to talk about today is inflation to help you and I better understand it and also to help us to navigate it find some solutions and how we can get around it. Because there's for every problem, there is a solution. So I'm glad that you could be with me today and I'm going to pass on some things to you that should help you out immeasurably. And let's so let's get into it. What is inflation anyway? Well, in economics, inflation refers to a general progressive increase in prices of goods and services in an economy. So in other words, when the price of egg, milk, and bread goes up, we fill it in our wallet and our purse. And so that's, in essence, what inflation is. So a little bit more on it, uh, when the general price level rises, each unit of currency buys fewer goods and services. So and ultimately what happens is uh, one day, let's say a Monday, we pay a dollar fifty for a gallon of milk. And we go back on Wednesday and that gallon is $2. So we're impacted by inflation. So our dollar can purchase less than it did from the difference between Monday and Wednesday. And that's in essence what it's all about. So inflation corresponds to a reduction in the purchasing power of money. And the opposite, of course, is deflation when the prices go down. But we're not, not quite there yet. And as the Federal Reserve Board increased the inflation uh, last week by 0.25%, it is the beginning of what is going to be six increases over the course of this year, which will bring us to one and a half percent increase. And the ultimate goal of the Federal Reserve is to get the inflation down to 2%, which may take place either at the end of 2022 or the mid or late 2023. My God, the time is going by fast. But that's really what it's all about. So rising inflation is eating away at strong gains that were made uh, by employees, not only strong gains, wages and salaries that American workers have been receiving in recent months because of the Great Recession. A lot of people were not going back to work. So in essence, it really played the hand of the employer. You either pay more or you just won't have any employees. So they paid more. And so rising inflation is eating away at strong gains and wages and salaries that American workers have seen in recent months. And so the average hourly wages in the U.S. actually fell 1.2% last month compared with October 2020 uh, when the first year, during the first year that the pandemic occurred. 
So uh, the bottom line is we are in an inflationary period of time. And the only thing that we can do is find, identify the problem and then find solutions for it. So uh, what do you need to know more about inflation? I would have to say uh, you need to know about the main causes of inflation. So there's a thing such as demand pool inflation. So demand pool inflation happens when the demand for certain goods and services is greater than the economy's ability to meet those demands. So with fewer employees, even in the agricultural sector, if people are buying, picking apples or grapes or any types of fruit, you have fewer laborers there. Uh, and as a result of that, the production is going to fall down. It's going to fall, which it, which it has. And as a result, uh, it's going to cost more because when you hire new people, you're going to have to pay them more. And it takes it longer to get through the supply line to get two people as well. And so that's demand pool inflation. And then there's a thing called cost push inflation. Cost push inflation is the increase of prices when the cost of wages and materials goes up. And we know that it has gone up and we know it has happened for many, many industries. And we also know it's happened for products. Uh, for example, if we looked at the price of cars, the price of cars, uh, new vehicles have increased by 41%. Now, people are not receiving pay wages. <laughs> pay increases at 41%. And as a result, it's going to leave a lot of vehicles on that lot. So now when we even look at used vehicle purchases, they have increased about 30% or more. And so when we start to see this happen, then we know what has taken place. We're in that inflationary period of time. And then let's say a lease a vehicle, just as another example, the same thing is happening. There's increases in that as well. And so what else has taken place? The main cause of inflation, uh, another is increased money supply. So a lot of people are sitting on money, especially a lot of companies are sitting on a lot of money. And uh, what we're experiencing, even in addition to inflation, is price gouging. That is happening more than anything else because what the companies are trying to do, we're going to take advantage of the situation with the pandemic being what it was. We're going to fire some employees, don't bring them back. And that's going to be one employee doing the job of two or three people. And what this does, it causes a lot of problems uh, for that company over time. And then they have to hire someone that's going to cost more to hire employees. And so what's happening is the shareholders are being given the priority over the employees who work at the organization. And as a result of this, this is causing uh, some problems and increased money supply. And then what else has taken place when it comes to the main cause of inflation? It's devaluation of the dollar. In other words, the dollar doesn't go as far or purchase as much as it did, let's say, in 2019. And uh, when we look at the devaluation of it, it's all on a, a national uh, perspective as well as global perspective, where the value of the dollar is not as much as it used to be. So let's say if we have one dollar, that might might be worth maybe 50, 50 cents, if that, depending on what day it happens to be. And then, if, as I mentioned before, another cause of inflation is rising wages. And wages, uh, wages are going to have to rise because if you don't have employees to do the work that's needed, 
then uh, you're no longer going to be in business. So you have to pay it. And then there's some policies and regulations. And a lot of that is, of course, driven by Congress, uh, being driven by uh, looking at commerce, the Commerce Department, U.S. Chamber of Commerce, and other organizations such as that. And so we know that that inflation does, in fact, exist. So let's talk a little bit about some solutions uh, that we could have uh, for this. And some of the solutions uh, that uh, exists for us all is for all, us all to be in a mode of living within our means. In other words, we don't, won't necessarily go out here and purchase that um, dream car or that dream home for that matter, because the prices of the interest rates have increased. So after two, maybe almost three years with the, with the uh, interest rates being cut back or being held low, not increasing is, is really what the world I'm looking for, then uh, it's time to really draw tighter to that purse and that wallet. Hold on to it even more because it's going to serve you well in the long run because uh, the inflationary period is not going to last forever. And so we have to ensure that we do what we, we do. So let's look at um, some of the issues that are taking place that drive the U.S. inflation. Also, we're recovering and we have a growing economy. The economy is doing well. The stock market seems to be looking well, even though we, we don't necessarily evaluate our economy based on the stock market. But people still are investing. They're investing in the companies uh, in this country who has employees in this country, which also impacts the tax base. And then there's increased government spending. Oh, my God. Are we looking at, what, $22 trillion of debt, national debt now and counting? Uh, that's going to be a lot. Uh, the grandchildren's grandchildren are going to be paying paying that back, not me. <laughs> so, and then there are some pandemic-related supply shortages, and we all know the supply chain has been heavily impacted by not being able to get the the uh, ships uh, to come into the dock and to the ports, and being able to unload the goods and services that are coming from all over the world, and likewise for the things that the United States ships to other countries as well. And so uh, some of the things that uh, we can do is uh, we can, again, as I mentioned before, we can look at our purse strings and we can look at how are we living financially? Are we living within our means? Or are we trying to really keep up with the Joneses? Uh, that, that's something to really consider. We also want to look at uh, comparison shopping. In other words, uh, no one is so high and mighty uh, that they can't go in comparison shop, shop it online, shop it locally, go to some of the big box stores, go to the mom and pop stores. You're probably going to be able to get a better uh, deal in regards to what you pay for goods and services. And then you also want to look at getting that debt paid down, because to me, that has a lot to do with uh, one being able to navigate this inflationary period. But if you don't have a whole lot of credit card debt, then it's not going to impact the interest rate on those credit cards. So the best thing that you can do, you may even consider getting a consolidation loan to get just one credit card payment in total, pay that off, put all your efforts into that. If you have a mortgage and it's close to being paid off, pay it off. Or if you consider selling your house, now is a great time. It really is a seller's market. <laughs> so you want to do that. But you have to be ready for the increased rents because the rents have really gone up quite a bit in the United States as well. Now, one of the things that I, I did see uh, on a recent 
uh, news report is this, is that uh, when uh, a, a expert, a housing expert would ask how many houses is the United States short in building in order to have a market, a, a, a real estate market that's, that's um, amenable. And uh, she stated, we're short by 4,000 houses. And the reason why a lot of these houses aren't being built now is because of the pandemic, because of the labor market with a lot of people who were in the labor market that were from Mexico and other countries would come in and they had a uh, house building, a uh, home building uh, businesses. And a lot of them went back to their home because it costs less to live there. And as a result, it has impacted the United States, just as has the agricultural field and other production-oriented uh, 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 organizations uh, that we have. And so when we look at uh, where we are going in terms of navigating, number one, get a budget, put together a financial plan, have some money talks, and then sit down and really take action. And what I mean by taking action is if you have any excess money, if you decide to go with a side hustle, take that side hustle, get out of debt. That's the best thing that you can do for yourself. And if you're not in debt, don't go in. Now is not a good time to purchase a vehicle. And for some people, now is not a good time to purchase a house unless, unless you can lock in a low interest rate. Get away from the adjustable rate. Um, interest type loans, home purchases and vehicles and get a lock in a, um, a rate uh, that is not going to be fluctuating and get you a fixed rate is, is the word that I'm you looking for. And so get those fixed rates in place. But today, what I talked about was understanding inflation and how you can get solutions to navigate them. We're in a critical time right now, meaning that we have to really assess and value every dollar that we have. If we have something that we can sell to someone, get a little bit of extra money, sell it. Sell whatever you have. If you have a couple of vehicles, you just need one, sell one. If you have a couple of houses, sell one if you don't want to keep them. And because we don't know how much inflation is going to increase above the six additional increases that are projected through December 2022. And we don't want to go into 2023 in a, a, lot, a boat full of debt because it's not going to be a pretty sight. We don't know where this is all going to go. We're being positive, of course, and the most positive thing we can do is to assess where we are today, take action upon it to help us to navigate inflation as we know it today. I didn't say anything about the gas prices because that is definitely going to increase. And having been in the oil and gas industry as an employee with Mobile Oil Company, I can tell you that it really is a market <laughs> that uh, really has no competitors. So the price of gas is going to continue to increase. So get ready for it. So this is going to end episode 204. Glad that you could be with me today and talk to your friends and family and tell, have them listen to this episode of Wealth Academy Podcast. Go out on Apple Podcasts, rate and review episode 204, and I'm talking about inflation and how to navigate it. Have a great day, everyone. Again, I'm your host, Paul Lawrence Van, and remember, wealth is more than just money. Have a great day, and goodbye. Thanks for listening to Wealth Academy Podcast. Please subscribe and rate this episode on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. To get you or someone you know assessed for Paul's online financial freedom courses or money coaching, in addition to resources associated with this podcast, email paul at info at paulvanspeaks.com. 